Emmy Award-winning producer, actor, and comedian Larry Wilmore is back on the air, hosting a podcast where he weighs in on the issues of the week and interviews guests in the world of politics, entertainment, culture, sports, and beyond. Check out Larry Wilmore Black on the Air on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet, and the other, well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by Priceline. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place, whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. For me, my happy place is in the Mediterranean. I think I've mentioned that. Maybe it's why I like Love Island so much because they're right by the Mediterranean. But I just love the feeling of being in the sea and it's just a great sea. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals. And you even get to choose your crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. And for me... I'd love to go on a trip to the Mediterranean with friends. In fact, I might be doing that in the near future. I have done it before, and it was really some of the most fun I've ever had. I went to Sicily. We had some great swimming there, me and my friends. Anyway, if you want to have a similar experience, download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy price with Priceline. Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman. I'm here with Callie Curry. Hi, Callie. Hello, hello. Man, do we have a lot to talk about. I just, this, this Greg, <laughs> this Greg-Katie fight has totally eclipsed everything else that's happened in the season. Really the episode, although there is some episode stuff that I want to get to as well. Um, I I watched ahead of you and I was really excited for your real-time reactions and they, <laughs> they, de- they delivered. I was really glad to be on your journey. What was, I I said this to Nikki on Monday too, like, what was your impression? Like, what's your kind of like overall thought on this (sighs) Katie versus Greg fiasco? Um, yeah, I was going to say, when you think about the episode, like when you intro this, this, uh, podcast, I was thinking like, oh fuck, I forgot that like Justin and Blake's date even happened. Occurred. Yeah. Um, (laughs) like completely, completely forgot about it. Um, man, I mean that, yeah, the Greg situation just completely monopolized everything. And I'm interested to see what happens next week. I came away from the episode feeling bad or worse, feeling worse for Greg because not just because of everything that happened with Katie, but like, I, I truly don't think that he's in like a stable place, understandably. Um, and, and you could tell by even his family's reactions, like, they seem genuinely concerned for his well-being. Uh, and I was watching it and I was like, whoa, this is a lot of pressure to put on not just Katie, but like anyone's happiness should not be the responsibility of someone else. Someone else. Like, like you have to be like your your own, you have yeah, to be in charge of your happy. own happiness. Yeah. Uh, and he's clearly not happy. Um, 
And I don't think that he's dealt with the death of his father, which I cannot imagine. So yeah. I don't even know how one goes about doing that. So there's absolutely no judgment there. It's more so just like seeing his reactions. And even then that, that made me think back to their date where they talked about their dads. And I'm sure that was probably so huge for Greg. The fact that his brothers and his parents were like, he has never talked about it to anyone. And maybe because Katie opened up about her dad, it made him feel comfortable. But I think that might be what like locked Greg into Katie because that yeah. was a connection that he hadn't shared with anyone before. It's a good, that's a, a really good point. The stuff about, you know, connecting over their fathers. And I think also like one thing that I've just been really critical of Greg over this whole season was that he just like, didn't like show a lot of emotion. And I was just yeah. sort of like, didn't, didn't see it. And now I kind of, am like, oh, maybe he just, he's like, he was scared of showing emotion, scared of being vulnerable. And the reason like he reacted the way that he did was because he finally like let it out and just didn't get the like anything. And yeah, he didn't get the reciprocation he, he wanted at all in that, in that moment. And like, I just think he basically felt so exposed. Like he was like, I've, I am I've never been more emotionally exposed. And so as a result, I'm shutting down and I'm shutting this down. Like, and that's just sort of like why it got so petulant so fast. Yeah. I also think that, you know, if you go through something like super traumatic uh, and people respond differently. Right. And one of those responses is just like completely shutting down and like, because that's the easiest way to continue on with life, right. Yeah. To just shut your emotions off. So if he's been shut off for three years, cause I think it's been about three years since his dad passed yeah. away. If he's been mostly shut off for three years and then he finally is turning it back on and isn't getting anything back. Like I think most people would react the way that he reacted. Yeah, I agree with you. And also, like, he feels rejected or like yeah. by not getting the validation he wants, he feels rejected. And so he flips out. It's like it is definitely understandable, in my opinion. I don't think that he was in a place to take rejection in general, like no. not just from Katie, but in any form. Um, but especially after finally opening up, like that's probably just like the worst thing that could have happened. And I'm sure from, our, our, you know, from TikTok and Instagram or whatever I've seen that people say that like this at like post show, he's really struggled. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm shocked that his family was like, yeah, you should go do this. Like <laughs> maybe, maybe not. There's a lot of Greg rumors out there. I just, one thing that I have firmly felt about him this whole time is that he's like never been rejected before. And I've never at least not like this or like not in a, like so blatantly. Yeah. And not even, he hasn't even really been rejected by the way. Like she yeah, did. I don't know if she rejected him. She, I think she I was think playing just, the game. He interpreted it that way though. Yes. Yeah, yes. She, I agree. She didn't actually reject him. Like she was trying to say like, you're going to win. <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah, she was trying to tell him you're going to win for, like, for sure. And like, while still playing within the confines of the bachelorette game. She all but said like, yeah. Even to his mom, I was just like, what are we doing here? Like you're, you're, you're telling them that. And even when he was like getting upset at first, I was like, bro, she's telling you you're winning. Like, why yeah. are you getting upset? And then when I stepped back and I was like, I mean, I get it. I wouldn't want to be like, oh, you're, you're my front runner. And I'd be like, I don't want to be the first of four. Like, tell me I'm the only one. Yeah, I know. I know. I think that's the fundamental issue is that he was like, let's drop the show like let's drop the language yeah. of the show let's just talk about how we feel and she 
in that moment where, yeah. And, and especially like when he was freaking out, she relied on it more than ever to be like, I just, I told your mom, you're getting a rose. Like you're here tomorrow. <laughs> like, like if it, it faced with this crisis, she like reverted to like being a show bot more, more than ever before. Yeah. And I think that that probably was a turnoff for him. Like, can you please just like for one second, give me some empathy. Like I need something real from you. And she was just like, you're, you're, you're getting a rose. You're going to, I'm going to give you a one-on-one next week. He's like, what, what universe are you in right now? I don't fucking care about the bachelor. Like, can you just talk to me normally? And she couldn't do it. It was, it was bizarre. I just am still certain something else must have been said to cause him to freak out the way he did, or maybe not said. I just feel like this was probably edited in a way to give Katie the benefit of the doubt. I don't know. I don't know what else there was, but it just like, it just didn't make sense. Like if you go back and you watch, you're just like, why is he so upset? And I will say like, I think you and I are pretty aligned. Nikki on Monday was also like, I'm team Greg and I'm not, I'm, I'm team neither. Like I don't care for either of these people, but I do, I do think it's worth like exploring the Kate, like the team Katie side of this, partially just because I feel very aware of my own internalized misogyny. And I want to make sure that I'm, <laughs> that I'm giving Katie the benefit of the doubt, much like the edit did. And like something that someone pointed out to me, actually this former guest named Penny Lane was saying like, like the, the type of person who like just shuts down and like, just like goes into this like chilling, like, I will not give you anything mode the way that Greg does is like, is very hard to deal with. And like, I don't know. And so I, I do want to like acknowledge that, but like Greg acted really immature by the end. Yeah. I, I agree with you that something had to have been said. My assumption is that she basically was like, you're going to win. Can you please chill out? And he was like, if I'm winning, then what are we doing here? Like, why can't we just leave? Which I agree with Greg. Like if you already know that, then what are we doing? Um, but I don't necessarily think that Katie did anything like wrong. Like, I don't think she she did anything crazy to, but like, I think that Katie just expected because Greg signed up for this show. I feel like Katie's like, you know what you signed up for? Like, we have to finish the show this way. And Greg was just like, no, I I can't actually, I don't want to do that. And so these are your options. So I don't think Katie did anything wrong, um, but I understand why Greg was like, I'm done. And I don't get that. I don't get why, or like at what point Katie, if this is real, are you not just like, fine, fuck it. Like he's actually the guy I want to be with, which by the way, after watching this episode, I'm like, he's probably not the guy you want to be with. No, I don't think they're meant <laughs> for each other. No. Um, in previous seasons, I have heard that for the most part, the lead does not sleep with all of the contenders. Like that's, in, yeah. in ge- I've heard that in general. I also heard that on that season, he only slept with Rachel and yeah. told the other two whatever. I don't even know why, but he didn't sleep with them. And so I do feel like if I were in this final situation on either side, I definitely would talk to the person that that I was ultimately choosing to be like, listen, we're going to finish the show, but I'm not going to do anything in the fantasy suites. Like I, like I'm only going to, to hook up with you. And as I, as I think of, think of this, I just think of Greg saying, what am I supposed to make love to you in the fantasy suite? And it's like, Greg, the only person who speaks that way is boys to men when they're singing. Like that was so, <laughs> that was cringe. so cringe. Uh, yeah. I was just like, 
even repeating it i feel uncomfortable i don't even think i cringed in the moment because in the moment i was like oh my god he's losing it like i was more like holy shit he is like completely losing it right now you saying it back to me made me cringe (laughs) (laughs) well it's not something that i've like really ever said nor do i plan to but when he said it i was just like oh god that it's rough there's a small part of me that was like maybe katie wasn't 100% sure it was Greg. And maybe him acting this way was making her feel more and more that I'm like, I think it's you, but I am not 100% sure. Yeah. I mean, it's either him or Blake, but like maybe she wasn't 100% sure. I was also thinking about the editing. I'm like, if she does end up choosing one of the other two guys, like they had to, they have to edit it to give her like the best situation if if she moves forward with the show. Right. I don't know if she does or if she doesn't. Um, I I did see, I don't know if you saw this. I saw Michael A. Did you see that he commented on her picture? No, what'd he say? He comment she posted a bikini picture and he commented on it and was like the things I would like to do, dot dot dot. And A, not expecting that from Michael. He said B, that. Yeah. Love love it. Nice. He he commented it. But B, I'm like, he's just too respectful of a guy that I think if she was like knowingly engaged, he wouldn't have done that. That's a good point. I was going to say, wow, he's getting really thirsty, but okay. Um. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, she could not be engaged and also not talking to Michael and A. So therefore then, yes, he is super thirsty. I... I just was like, I can't imagine him doing that if she's engaged to Blake. She turned him down on the mental all, so I feel like it's a yeah. But you have she 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 has to. She had to. Yeah, yeah. She stays within the bounds of the show, as we saw. She is not breaking that contract. Not breaking a rule. Yeah. (laughs) Um, that makes me like Michael A more. I didn't know he had that in him either. That's great. I mean, I think the attention post show, his new beard, like his swag has gone up. up. Yeah. Yeah. Times a million. Yeah. I would like to see him like walk around a grocery store. I'm sure his walk is different now. <laughs> <laughs> we need a before and after. I love I, grocery stores and like I consider them. <laughs> I, I People's grocery stores like interest, etiquette and like technique is very important to me. So I'm really glad you brought that up because that's like another that's another thing they should have to do on The Bachelorette and The Bachelor is like go to the grocery store together. And it's like, how do you approach it? Grocery store etiquette. I don't pay attention to people in the grocery store. So you don't care. But like, I don't know. Just like, do you block people? Do you move? I I just love grocery stores. I've got, I could talk about grocery stores for days. I'm also not, I hate going to the grocery store. I hate it so much. Did you always or only COVID? Uh, No, only post kid. 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 Yeah. Because she has to come with you? No, just because you actually have to like make sense of what you're buying. Like right. pre-kid, you could go and like need one thing and end up with 10 things. And the other nine things are like, I don't know, bagel bites, like whatever, whatever. And you're, you're fine. <laughs> Post-kid though, like I'm like, okay, what is she eating tomorrow for lunch? What is she eating? And like, you have to just like map like everything out. Yeah, yeah it's it just does. not. Or like, are we low on that? Like all of that stuff is, it's different. Maybe post, mm, Seth is pretty low key. He just eats whatever I give him. But <laughs> I think I was going to say, yeah, I love cooking. You do. Interesting. Okay, cool. Yes, I love cooking, but I probably don't cook as much as I would like to, but probably like two, three times a week. That's a lot. Then you get a lot of leftovers for your daughter. 
Uh, yes. My daughter and I eat leftovers. My husband is not a leftover person. I'm not either. Actually, I respect that. I'm when the meal's over, I'm ready to move on. No, I could eat the same thing. Like if I there's this one pasta that I make crab pasta, which also is like a weird leftover thing, you know, Mm -hmm. like do people eat? yeah. Yeah. Um, I will eat it for like four days straight, eat the entire thing. And I always think like on the package, it said a pound of pasta. So I've eaten a pound of this in four <laughs> days. I always think about that. Um, but like my husband's only eating at night of like absolutely is not heating unless there's nothing left. I- I'm similar. Although there's a few things that I make exceptions for, which is Chinese food and pizza. Yeah. I don't like fried things reheated. Yeah. Cause then it's like, it loses its texture. It's yeah. Gross. Yeah. I tried yeah. putting, uh, this is crazy actually. Uh, I tried putting a piece of, I had a chicken thigh that was fried in the, um, <laughs> refrigerator and I tried putting it in the toaster thinking that maybe like, like a toaster oven. No, no, no. An actual toaster. That was oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So it was like squashed. It didn't work and it started smoking. But oh I was God. like, you maybe this will it. toast it. <laughs> you should have broiled it in the oven. I know, but it dries it out that way. Like I wanted mm. it to stay juicy, but I wanted the skin. <laughs> and I was like, maybe this will work. <laughs> and it didn't work. Don't recommend. <laughs> That's a terrible idea. Um, Michael A. would never do that. But I no, I do think a grocery store date is a really good idea. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to file that away if anyone ever asks me. Oh, God, that just reminded me. I don't know if you saw the woman that flew out to see a guy and their their first date was on a hike and she couldn't oh, no. co- she, she couldn't complete the hike. So he said he left her and wanted to finish the hike because they went to go on a hike. And then when he got to the bottom, he called the police and was like, someone should probably try to go find her. And she died. What? Oh, my God. Was this in L.A.? Arizona. It just happened. Like I saw it yesterday. Oh, I think. Arizona. It was like a thing on TikTok and Twitter. Oh my God, that's insane. But I was just like, first date, a hike? That's awful. Why did she die though? Uh, they don't really know. Did he murder why? her? They don't Is know. I think it's murder? I think it's weird to leave someone on a first date and be like, yeah, sorry, you can't complete the hike, but I, I came to hike, so I'm gonna hike. And this then this guy sounds awful, like one of the worst people of all time. And then to get to the bottom and be like, mm, maybe I should call the police. Like, why did you think you needed to call the police? Like, it's all like real weird. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Why didn't you just go check on her, like double back or something? That's yeah. fucking weird. And but bad first date, I'd <laughs> really, say. Really bad first date. Also yeah. agree, hike, not cute. Unless you're both like fitness obsessed, but like you're going to get hot. You're going to like be winded. Just going to be sweaty. Like, what do you wear? It sounds awful. No, first date hike. Not for me. Also, first date wings. I don't like eating wings on like I wouldn't want to do that on a first day. Is that is that like on the table? Do people like want to do that? on? I think a hike is is more common than wings. I don't like wings either. Too messy. I love eating wings, but like not on a first date. But I mean, like, I feel like wings are on the table. If you go to like, oh, let's go watch a game at a bar. Sure. Like a BW3 is kind of situation. Yeah, hopefully, you know, a little bit elevated. But yeah. I love I actually love bar food like I I enjoy a nice uh, have you been to a bar Louie they have great bar food. yeah I have they had yeah. that in my college town but I I love a bar meal I mean I like just like hanging out in bars in general so it sounds great Sorry, but... we're getting way off topic but you know <laughs> we really are back to Katie and Greg um Katie posted uh during the show on Monday night um about gaslighting accusing Greg of gaslighting her and I take issue with that. I I think she, I understand if I'm Katie, like 
I like hate Greg. I'm like really pissed. I'd just be like, why did you shut down? Like what? Like I told you I was into you. Like I, you know, I, if I'm Katie, I understand why she's pissed, but does it have to be gaslighting for him to feel a certain way? And like for them to have a miscommunication. Um, so two things, one gaslighting. I hate that word. I have to look it up every time someone says it. Cause I'm always like, wait, what is, what do they mean exactly when they're saying this? Yeah. Just throwing that out there. If anyone yeah. else struggles it's, it's with gaslighting, an, an I struggle. Term. Yeah. <laughs> um, two, no, I don't think he was gaslighting her, but I can understand how she could feel that way watching it back. Mm-hmm. Um, but I genuinely, I would, I mean, I don't know Greg, so who knows? Maybe we're both wrong. But like from watching it, I'm like, I don't think he was thinking about anything other than like, it seemed like he was lost in the moment. He was lost in the sauce in the moment. I don't think he was being manipulative at all. Me neither. I think, I think he just wanted out. I think he was just like, oh, this isn't playing out how I thought it was going to. And like, perhaps, oh, I didn't think I'd get this far. And he wanted out. So he just, he pulled the ripcord. Yeah. I also think that he was like, I'm just done. If she can't give me the realness that I need for five seconds, I'm done. And I get Katie being like, I've told you all, like the, I've gone to the, the, the last possible length. Like I've probably said too much, but I'm saying all I can say to tell you that you're good. If you can't accept that, then like, I don't know what else to tell you. And he was like, yeah, I can't accept that. I need you to turn the game off for a second. And she's like, why do you need that? I'm telling right. you. Right. Yeah. And she just couldn't give him what he needed. And, but by the same token, he couldn't give her what she needed either. Like, yeah. She, yeah. she needed him to be chill and to trust in their trust the process. And he couldn't do that. <laughs> so. Trust the process. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think that, yeah, I think that it was both of them just not, not willing to give. I don't think that she, I mean, honestly, if anything, I think she gave more than he did. Like she probably said too much. I was watching it like, why are we continuing this show? She is telling him he's winning. And yeah. he didn't feel that. Yeah. I, but I think ultimately, like, it just became clear that she was more interested in, like, following the script and, like, having a compelling television show than actually just, like, throwing the book out the window for this guy. Like, she's actually... The, he wanted the Dale, the Claire and Dale treatment. And she's the opposite of Claire. She's, like, I'm actually... She, she I'm sure, was happy to find love. But that was, like, one of my takeaways. Like, neither of these people are ready to get married or, like, to get engaged. Like, they actually should probably just date a little bit and like see what's up because they're both like just so focused on, on their own shit. Basically it, they yeah. almost like to like each other. Like it feel like it, it doesn't work. I don't know, but she, but she ultimately just like really became focused on how the, fu- how like the final weeks were going to play out. And one thing Caitlin said to her that I thought was a good point was that like, it has to suck that like both Michael and now Greg have left. Like, yeah, to have two of the guys self-eliminate when like you think that you're like in the power position of like choosing must really hurt, must really hurt your ego. Like, and like, you know, we were saying Greg feels rejected. Like Katie's got to feel a little rejected too. And that's just a little, (laughs) that's gotta really be rough. Two of her top four were like, I'm done. I'm out of here. It reminded me of a, of Colton season when like a bunch of women just self-eliminated, but also the two that are eliminating, it doesn't seem like they are eliminating because they're like, I don't like in Matt's season when Serena was like, I just, I'm not going to get there with you. Yeah. I'm eliminating. I feel like that would be easier to handle than these two guys being like, I, I think I could get there with you. 
but I just can't do it right now. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, her and Blake repeatedly saying over and over that they are not in love, but they know uh, they can get there was so funny. I like that's like never happened on a hometown before where they're like, yeah, we are not in love. We say it openly and freely <laughs> to each other. Like that's not normal for this show. I loved it. <laughs> I just love Blake. I know I've been on the Blake train since the beginning, but I, yeah, I don't his. So since we, you know, since there was another part to the show where she went on, Two other dates. Well, kind like one and a half hometown um kind visits. of visits. Um yeah, I thought the Blake date actually went really well. Um yeah. I think if I I get what you're saying, but if I'm her, I'd be like, thank you for honesty. Like I don't need someone to tell me that they've fallen in love with me in three weeks. This is like a real conversation. Right. And also maybe she doesn't want to fall in love in three weeks. Like it's totally reasonable to be like, I'm having a great time getting to know each other. Let's continue it and add some sex into the mix. For sure. And she and and he's saying like, I think I'm falling for you. I'm just not there yet. Like I could see myself falling in love with you. Everything's going great. Also, he came on the show a little late. So I feel like his timeline. Well, we don't really know, but I don't think it was that late. <laughs> I think they're just saying that, but I don't think it was that late. Um, but I, I, like, I just like that date to me was like, this seems normal. Yeah. yeah um, sure. It seemed gross. Also, I mean, the, the maple syrup shots. Disgusting. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. Also, his mom and sister seemed mostly normal, but also seem like they've watched the show. They're like, bro, if you don't say you love her, you're getting you're going to get eliminated. So you need to like hop on or hop off. His sister was awesome. She was like, so now this is the one. We thought it was clear. We thought it was this. That was awesome. Um, I liked his I liked his mom and his sister. I thought they were great. Apparently, his mom gave her a Canadian flag, just like decorated um, dildo. It wasn't shown on air, but she tweeted about it. Why wouldn't they show that? I don't know. Maybe because they they like only look for the unfun ways to sexualize her, not the good ways. I don't know. I think that would have been fun and cute. Made would have made me like. Blake's mom. I mean, I already liked her, but it would have made me like her even more. Like, that's funny. And if yeah. I'm Katie, that would make me feel good. Like, they have a sense of humor. There's no judgment coming. Like, yeah. I mean, I would definitely feel uncomfortable. I'd be like, oh, I didn't know I'd be talking about or exchanging dildos with my potential boyfriend's mother, but sure, I'll just go with it. Katie seems like she could roll with that. Yeah. I don't know if I'd feel uncomfortable. I feel like I am like very much an open book with my mother in law. Well, that's good. I mean, so she ever gives you a dildo, you'd be like, okay, would, great, thanks. Although, would not be uncomfortable at all if that happened. Don't think she'd ever do it, but if she did, would not be <laughs> uncomfortable at all. But she also was in the room when I gave birth and like has a video of Carter coming out of me. So I'm like, oh my God. I don't know so if there's really anything. Close. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know if there's anything else that can happen. Like, we're good. I can tell her anything. Home birth or hospital? Oh, hospital, hospital. Okay. Wow. Nothing, nothing, nothing against home births. Like, do whatever makes you feel comfortable. I'm just the type of person that's like, we know for all, your germophobia, you're yeah, all about science, all the, meds, all about science all the doctors, all yeah. the whatever. I need to know that if something happens that I'm completely covered. Yeah, I, I would. I think I will will be the same way. Yeah. Um, but wow, that's a crowd. That's a crowded delivery room. Then if your mother-in-law's in there. <laughs> yeah, it was my mother-in-law, my mother and Seth. And originally I said just Seth. But then after being in labor for so long, I was just like, I honestly don't fucking care. Broadcast it. Go on IG live. Like, let's just get the baby out of me healthy. That's all oh I cared about in that moment. That's really funny. That's really, really funny. Um, 
I don't know why they didn't show that though, because that is the kind of like fun thing. Yeah. It's better than them like playing darts or whatever. I just feel like if I'm these families, well, it's really only Greg's family. Oh no, Greg and, and Blake. If I'm the family and I'm like, I came here at quarantined, I agreed to be on television. And like, all we get is like two to three hours at night. I would just be like, this wasn't worth it. We could have just zoomed like FaceTime us in. Well, also like Greg, just Greg's family. I would be like, Watching that episode, I would be like, what the fuck did I, I do? Know. Why did we come here? I'd no so, one even remembers so us after that. I know. <laughs> it's like, what was the point of us coming here if this was going to happen? <laughs> yeah, I would be annoyed. Also, Justin's family's probably looking like, yeah, that's why I didn't sign on to this clown show. Yeah. I know. Justin's family's probably like, thank you. We made the right choice. <laughs> they, re- they really yeah. did, though. Like, that, that was honestly iconic. I loved it. Um. I, you know, there's been other times where families haven't been on the show. I don't ever remember like a speakerphone conversation where like they're fully being like, yeah, this process is nuts. If you want to do it, fine. But like, we're not participating. We think it's crazy. And I think I have to assume that I don't, I can't, I just like cannot imagine calling my parents and being like, hey, I'm on The Bachelor. I met this guy three weeks ago. We're getting engaged, so you need to meet him. Like, what? Me neither. I feel like my parents would have my... Well, there's zero chance my dad's coming on the show. My mom would probably be like, what the hell? But like, she would never say no. Like, I feel like my mom would do anything for her kids, regardless if it was like... A good idea or not? Yeah, a good (laughs) idea or not. I She would never leave us like hanging. My dad would be like, you're an idiot. I'm not going on this show. <laughs> my parents would never come on either. They would just be like, absolutely not. Um, if you make it past the show, wonderful. Come to New York. Come over for dinner. We'll we'll meet then. But they'd be like, uh, no, we're not doing this. Yeah. I think my dad would be like, if if you get engaged, then I'll meet the guy then. And you'll probably be engaged for five years. So like. Yeah. No. If you've no only been dating for, for two months, there's yeah. no reason to rush <laughs> the marriage. So. Yeah. <laughs> no way. So like listening to Justin's parents, I was like, dang, I feel so bad for Justin. And I, I don't know if I always do this or maybe just like being older doing it, but I'm also like, fuck, like he's the only black guy left. Like, why are his parents the ones that are like, mm, no, but also I was like, I, ugh, I would probably do the same thing. Like, I'm not mad at them because I agree wholeheartedly with what they said. I, I think just your, the, a bigger point about that though, is like J- Justin is the only black guy left and we still just know so little about him. Like it's like just sucks that he's he it feels like a sort of like a token inclusion. I'm sure she does like him. I mean, he's I I like him. I think he's very handsome. Um, and his painting is good and you know <laughs> but there's I, just zero chance she ends up with him, right? He, there's zero. I mean, his family didn't come. He we don't know anything about him still. Like I all I learned was that he liked crab, but I'm like, that's just like the most basic Baltimore thing. I was like, I love old bay spice and crabs and also like it just was so boring doesn't most of the world like crab yeah i actually don't but yes most of the world does like crab okay yes (laughs) callie's really upset about that i'm sorry your crab pasta is really good though (laughs) i do i like in some circumstances but like i don't know i just i don't love crab it's a little little bit of a weird texture for me but yes most of the world does like crab it's the reason why it's like pricey and like yeah you know special um uh, yeah, I think that his parents not coming, you you made a good point, is like 
And also just like another thing, like we already don't know anything about you. Like maybe if his parents mm-hmm. would have come, I would have been like, oh, I get it. Yeah. But they did it. And so, and then the date with his friends, I was like, what is happening? They were like, yeah. And we just have such good chemistry. And yeah, if you saw us together, like this, ha- like it was like them, it seemed like Justin and Katie were like trying to convince them of how much they like each other. And then when they like split up, it was like a Q&A. And I was just like, this is so awkward to watch. And then his one friend like tried to help him and was like, Justin doesn't open up to anyone. And he, you know, he's told you he loved loved you, right? And she was like, yeah, no, actually he hasn't. And he was like, <laughs> oh, well, uh, he's still opened up more to you. And I was just like, oh, God, this is painful. This might be one of the first seasons ever with no one like being in love. Like literally no one's in love. Like Greg left. He was maybe the closest. Blake is like, it's inevitable, but I'm not there yet. Justin hasn't said it. Katie's waiting till the very end to tell someone. I mean, I don't know. It's kind of funny. I like it. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet, and the other, well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, it means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. I also was like, I did the same thing with Michael A. Like the episode ended and I was like, he's got to be coming back, right? Like he's going to come back next episode. But like based off of Twitter and stuff, I'm like, Greg's gone. He's not coming back. They have the in memoriam for their relationship. (laughs) Michael A. is not coming back. And so these I'm guys just like, are out. So what? Like, does she end up with no? It has to be she ends up with no one, right? I I think she's maybe dating Blake. I mean, it's Justin. It's not him. I think the answer has <laughs> got to be dating Blake or no one. How but, wild would it be if she's engaged to Justin at the end of this? I mean, that would be shock of all shocks. It would make the season. I'd like the season so much if that happened. I just Me think too. that there's like a point zero zero two percent chance of that happening. I mean, it just seems totally impossible. And also, like I, for him, I hope it's not the case. Because, like, if you watch the show and you're like, wow, that's what was going on with you and Greg. And and I don't know. I just think that, like, I don't know how you could be with that person. But so are you OK with Blake dating Blake? That? Yeah. I just feel like Blake is down for whatever. And it also <laughs> just sounds like Blake, Blake and Greg really want to be on the show. Like, one thing that's come out about Greg in the last couple of days 
is that, he, well, it, we already knew he was almost on Claire season. And then I think because yeah. it was Claire, he was too young. Um, and there's been a lot of like just rumors about, as I like to discuss his act, his acting ambitions. Ugh. And I think, I think Greg is probably just like a fuck boy. Like I think, and like, that's okay. He's also 27. I, I felt this way since the beginning. I would stay very far away from him if I were, you know, in Katie's shoes. But Greg is a fuckboy. I, I don't hate him. I don't mm. like him. I don't like any of them. My opinion completely changed of Greg. I what think a few times. I think we talked about it a few times. Like in the beginning, I was like, what is happening with this dude? Ugh. And then yeah. their one-on-one date, I was like, oh, I might like Greg. Greg seems like a good guy. And then like kind of went back to ugh because the way he acts around all the other guys. And then this past episode, I I just felt like I was like, one, unless he's fucking Meryl Streep and like <laughs> people talking about acting classes, I'm like that. Dude, it, no, no. One, I, I just think he's not genuine. That's I don't think he's like an amazing actor winning an Academy Award. No, I know. But I'm saying that people were bringing that up like, wow, what a what an act, acting job that was. And I was just like, what type of classes was he taking? <laughs> To pull off that performance, like, I just think, yes, maybe he is, you know, maybe he wanted to be on the show. Maybe he wants to be an actor. I'm not saying that that can't be the case, but I do think at some point he actually did really want to be with Katie. Like, I think that he like was maybe surprised himself with how much he liked her. I do think the dad thing, if he genuinely has never talked about it to anyone, even his brother and opened up to Katie about it, I can imagine that forms a connection for a young guy yeah, pretty quickly. So whatever, whatever the case, I think he did end up liking Katie. Um, I, I don't know if he is a fuck boy. I don't know if he's capable of being a fuck boy because he's so unavailable. I think maybe, you know, he sleeps around, but is that a fuck boy? I only think you're a fuck boy if you're telling girls what they want to hear and then doing the opposite. Yeah. I was going to ask you what you think a fuck boy is. I yeah, think like it's... I have no, we've talked about this. I have no problem with a guy being single and sleeping with 700,000 women. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're not a hoe. You can do what you want to do. You're single. I have a problem with a guy being like, oh, I want to be with you and fuck 500 yeah. girls. Yeah. Come like back. Oh, I want to be with you. Yeah. Like that's a fuck boy to me. Like someone who is telling seven girls that they're the one and they're going to be in a relationship. Yeah. All while and, like, saying it's leading seven them, girls. Leading them on. Yeah. yeah. And, like while having like a lot of balls in the air, but acting like you're only like keyed in on this one person. Yeah. Also, I feel like being a fuckboy is stressful. I don't know if, if if he can handle that stress. I think you have to have a bit of personality, like not a disorder, but like you have to like suspend guilt and feeling, yeah. I guess, to do it. Because otherwise, how do you not feel bad if you're like a really empathic person? Um, I have, you know, close people to me that have been fuckboys in their lives. <laughs> and I do think we all that know them. they feel guilty. Um, then they push it out of their mind. It's yeah. Well on it. They can like compartmentalize it. Yeah. That's something that I think in general is very hard for some people. Like for, for me, I could never, I could absolutely never do that. I would just, I was like one at a time. I don't think I've, I don't know. I've never, I've never done it. I think I could do it if I thought the guy I was doing it to was also a fuck boy. I think that Greg seems like someone who probably thought he can compartmentalize, but this process like fucked him up so bad that he just lost his yeah. bearings and lo- and lost his mind. And I feel like in some ways, Katie went in the opposite direction where 
And I could also see this happening too if I were if I were the Bachelorette, where like you're like, oh wait, I love all this attention from all these different guys, and like yes, it's hard to be dating many people at once, but it's also fun, and like the possibilities are are kind of cool. So like I understand why if you're her, you don't want to just like end it right away, especially when you see Greg turn into like this child who yeah. just like shuts down. Yeah. Also, it's like the only time where you can do it, and like it's okay. Like. Yeah. There's never going to be a time in your life where you can date 30 men and be like, yes, I'm dating 30 men and you have to be okay with it. And I'm yeah. going to kiss you and I'm going to go kiss someone else and you have to watch. Right. I, what order do you think the dates were filmed in? We saw them go Blake, Justin, Greg or Blake, Greg, Justin. But I, I'm wondering if Greg was first and there was like actually like a longer period of time in between hmm like their initial fight and then like their breakup. Cause I, I thought it seemed that way, that way. I can't imagine Katie pulled it together. So I'm going to say Greg was last. <laughs> um, maybe she did pull it together though. And that's like part of the problem because when Blake and, and Greg were talking, I didn't think it seemed like Greg, Greg's bad date was the night before. I thought it seemed like there had like been some cooling off period where he perhaps went crazier because he wasn't like, getting any contact from Katie or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Just, it was weird. I, how did you feel about the bathroom situation with Caitlin and Katie and, and uh, Caitlin sitting outside the door? Um, I thought Caitlin said like all the things I would say, um, mm-hmm. which I was not expecting that. I just am like, Caitlin, you're not her best friend. Yeah. <laughs> like if I was Katie, I'd be like, just leave me the fuck alone. You work I for the know. franchise. You're not actually my friend. I know she when she was like, I don't want to talk to anyone. <laughs> yeah, but I actually I, I think I like Caitlin. I like her more as a result of this, for sure. I thought I'm also wondering, like, did they send Tasha and she got sent away? Like who else was sent in that Katie rejected? I, I don't know. I just kind of curious about all that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why Caitlin was chosen over Tasha in that moment. But I do think Caitlin seemed like genuine. Like I, I, I thought Caitlin came across looking great in that moment. Yeah, she seemed worried about her for sure. She and also a lot of people pointed this out. Like that kind of conversation doesn't happen with a Chris Harrison style host. Like you know, it's very it's very different. Like you probably get Chris Harrison trying to like instead of just relate to Katie, you probably try to get him. It would be his job to kind of like get things back on track, and so it probably would be like a really different conversation. Also, I can't imagine like Katie cracking the door open and Chris Harrison like slipping in. (laughs) You know. Me neither. I I loved. I just I mentioned this on the other day too. But the like the extended shot of like the vitamins on the shelf outside of the bathroom was so funny to me. I was just like, why are we staring at vitamins? And then there was another oh, I shot. I saw that, and I was like, are those Katie's vitamins? Like I was thinking, I like that's a lot of vitamins. I didn't know she was that, I know. like healthy. I know. I was like, is she pregnant? Those prenatal vitamins? Like they what's were going like on? large jars of vitamins. Which also I'm like she must have brought them, being like, I'm going to be here for two months. My other thing was like. Are any of those like CBD gummies or something mm. like that to help with relaxation? I was I was wondering about that. I could see myself being like, I'm, I'm going to need something for sleeping, something legal. Um, and also just for relaxing. I mean, it's just a high stress situation. Um, and then also there was that one other shot where you could see like the picture of Katie framed in her hotel room. It was like, I think it was her and her cat. <laughs> it was just like, it's like, OK, I don't I, I don't know what photos I would bring with me from home. I probably wouldn't bring any, but I don't think a frame photo of myself would make it. 
not a frame photo. I'm not a cat person, so like not a frame photo of myself, not a frame photo of my cat. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not a pet person, so that would never happen. Just full stop. But um, so how do you think this ends? Like, what do you think happens next week? By the way, I just want to note, it's, a, it's only a one night, three hour finale. Thank yeah. God. Thank God. Um, so I would originally have said like she's done, but then I was like, it's a three hour finale. So that can't be it. Um, so now I think she, it, half the finale is her like reeling and figuring it out and blah, 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 whatever. C- having to explain to the guys, like I'm still into this and I still think I, f- I s- my future husband is still in this room. Still in this room. Fuck. Yeah. And then she picks, <laughs> she picks Blake and they, I think they get engaged. Um, and it will probably just want to, you know, be engaged for a long time. I bet she gets, wants to get engaged too. She seems very invested in like it playing out the right way. So I could definitely see that kind of, I don't know. This has just been a really weird season. I will say this last episode was like so dramatic and had so much to it that it made up for like a pretty boring season otherwise. And now I feel like there is like a lot to talk about with Katie and like, we'll never forget Greg and Katie's weird breakup, even though it's like been a pretty boring season. Um, I want to see how it ends. You know, before you weigh in. Yeah. Sure. I don't think Katie season is horrible. I don't think it's definitely not my it's favorite. Okay. Um, Paradise, though, so soon. I'm so excited. Paradise, I'm super excited about. Um, I really want to talk to you about FBoy Island. I don't know if we're going to really have time, but I actually, I, at first I was like, I don't know if I like this, but now I'm in. I've watched the first three and I like it. I'm, if there's one guy on it who's really hot. Um, I've heard I'm so far behind. I mean, the content is just. <laughs> I, I was, I, I don't know, I told you this, but I didn't even mention Siesta Key. Like I watch Siesta Key like every, I do not miss that. So that's like another thing. Um, <laughs> trying to catch up on Love Island US, but I am, I have not watched FYI Island yet. All right, you'll and get there. I think you'll like it. We'll I think I will within this week. My, I'm in, you know, many a reality TV show group chats. Also Married at First Sight started. Haven't oh, started. Yes. Shit, I didn't know that. I, my God, I'm like three, so much. three weeks behind on that. Um, <laughs> but in my group chats, people love F- oh, F-Boy Island. So it's far. fun. I like it. Nikki Glazer is a really good host. I'm not just saying that because she was on my podcast the other day. It's like it is like a fun show. It's cool seeing the women like have this camaraderie together. And like it's it's just fun. It's I'm, I'm enjoying it. It's a great quarantine watch. So while you're home, um, we'll be back next week. And thank you to Isaiah Blakely for producing this episode. Adios. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, 
File a claim right on the State Farm mobile app and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.